Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to another installment of Meet the Consultants. Today, we'll be chatting with uh, one of my favorite consultants, Brian Vogue. Hey, Brian, you want to say hey? Hey, how's it going, Fletcher? Um, so the, really, the point of these conversations is just to share a little bit more about how uh, the sausage is made, so to speak, so to give kind of a human identity to all of our resources we're staffing on projects. So just to start, Brian, could you share a little bit about who you are, you know, where you've worked, um, your professional background? Sure. So um, when I got out of school, originally, I started out as an, uh, as an accountant for an oil and gas company here in Houston, and I spent 22 years there and uh, ended up my career there as the corporate controller and the director of uh, IT. One of the last things, projects I worked on there was we did a full ERP and partial, well, at the time, it was most of the EPM products. They didn't offer a lot of the ones they do today. Transition from our IBM uh, ERP to Oracle Cloud, and that was in uh, 2017. Uh, since then, I left there and came to work here at EPMI as a consultant. So now I'm on the other side of the table from being a customer. Um, let's see. I have volunteered for the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo now for 23 years, and uh, thoroughly enjoy that. You know, our one time a year that we have uh, the rodeo here in Houston that lasts about six weeks. Well, so I mean, you were working with like accounting technology for a long time. What was that first? product you're talking about an IBM product it was it was a IBM product it's it's now it, it was IBM N4 is the new is the name of it now which right, was an okay. IBM company so it was a Mapix and then we did a Mapix XA Mapix IFM it was not in the cloud it was wholly on premise um, we had our nice little one mainframe and a green bar printer that printed out all of our general ledgers on the you know the old great dot matrix before we uh, started. Um, you know, downloading our reports in a PDF. Um, so we decided that we were going to, you know, for lack of a better word, upgrade the technology. So we started looking into cloud products, went through, uh, had an N4, uh, RFP, and Oracle. And Oracle was new. And we had some folks had come on the company who had used Oracle at past um, companies. So they liked that product. And that's the route we took. How would you say, you know, your experience as an accounting professional has helped, you know, implementing accounting technology? Well, I think it's, I think it's definitely a huge plus because, you know, not under, you know, if you don't understand the technology, at least you understand the process, you know, so whether it's FP&A or account reconciliations or GL implementation, you know, as an accountant, you, you understand what the customer wants and needs. You understand what, you know, you just have to understand their process. And then when you can understand the technology on the other side, now you know how to put that in. You know, when someone says, well, I need to make sure my balance sheet balances. Well, if you're not an accountant, you may not understand what that means. Or in account reconciliations, you know, you, I need to balance my checkbook. Well, in this day and age, there are no checkbooks anymore. So if you don't understand the process, it's hard to equate that into the technology and pour it into the product. So the output is the desired result. That's actually really well said. Um, <laughs> good job. So uh, you know, from your perspective, what's been like, you know, the biggest uh, shift, you know, moving from like a functional accounting role to now implementing projects? Like, how's your day to day changed? What do you like about it? What do you dislike? Well, you know, as before, when I was at the same company, it, it wasn't really project based, you know, right. here, you know, the consultant, you move from company to company. So instead of 
instead of going through hurdles of new, maybe new accounting rules and regulations you have to go through to make sure that you conform to your standards. And, you know, in our terms, we were primarily GAP. We didn't have a lot of IFRS, even though we had some international work, we, we didn't have a, a ton, you know, so those were annual changes. Whereas over here now I go, it's, it's very project-based. So, you know, this three months I'm at customer A, this three months I'm at customer B. So I might be doing the same kind of work, but I'm just moving from company to company. I don't have to now worry about closing my books monthly, getting out financial reports. So it's, it's a lot less of a routine right? as it was before. So, and it's, it's, I like it because I get to help companies in different industries that I didn't know solve their problems. You know, at the end of the day, they're 80% the same, but there's still nuances to every industry. Yeah. What's been like one of the most difficult or um, your most favorite project you've been on? Favorite projects kind of tough. They've all offered their own likes and dislikes. Um, so I, I really, one of my first ones, which was a, a, a media company, to me, it was one of my favorites because that industry was something I had no idea about. And you can think in your head how it might work, but until you get in there and you actually see how they're selling stuff and, and, and all the hurdles they have to go through, it's, it's, it was kind of a more of an eye-opener. I have since worked on other oil and gas industry com- customers who were pretty similar to what I'd done in the past you know, at my old, at my old job. And I have worked in other industries that, that weren't as, I mean, some of them have been very interesting, like the donation company, the donation management company. And that one was very interesting too. Nice line of business, you know, interesting line of business. But I mean, you know, as far as like people goes project help, I think we delivered, you know, the media company was probably one of my favorite ones, you know, and I think a lot of that had to do with the, the folks that I worked with. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, and some interesting reasons why people uh, stop subscribing, right? Right. Oh, yeah, that too. The way the way that media has changed from throwing a newspaper on people's front porch to all digital, and how do we manage that and change right. that? And you know, what would you say, kind of holistically, kind of on a similar vein? What would you say has been the biggest change in how technology is delivered and applied at companies since you started your career? Oh, that is that is definitely on-premise to cloud. I mean, that's yeah. just, there, there's, there's no question about that. You know, you know, like the movie from, you know, half a dozen years ago or a dozen years ago where nobody understands the cloud, that still is a fantastically true statement to, to an extent. It's getting a lot better. And honestly, I think a lot of that has to do with your cell phones. People have finally under, understood that not everything is stored on the box. It's stored elsewhere. And that's really all the cloud is. It's just stored somewhere else. It's right. not in the sky. It's not just sitting out there it's just stored somewhere else. And so you really call I, it the, uh, the ground because it's stored on the right. ground somewhere. Yeah, it is. It's, just stored. <laughs> it's not stored on your piece of machinery. It's stored somewhere else. And the fact, you know, trying to show people that you can access it from anywhere has been a huge eye opener. And, you know, and it's like with Oracle, with all their workflows and everything and how you can really do it from your cell phone and it's still secure and it still works and it still, you know, it has really changed the game, especially when you look at international companies who have to deal with every single time zone and struggle to meet and have their deadlines, you know, like the deadline is the 15th working day of the month. Well, the 15th working day of the month in Australia is a whole day ahead of the 15th working day of the month in the U.S. So being able to, 
you know, have electronic workflows that come through instantaneously and, and, and things can be signed off on and approved has been a huge, huge game changer for a lot of people. Whereas you might have to wait for FedEx to deliver a document can now appear, you know, instantaneously. Right. Through the power of the cloud. Yes. Well, cool. and I'm, I'm a lot older than a lot of people. You know, it's not that I'm old, but I've seen the technology in that realm change just since I've been of working age. Right. A lot. Yeah. And just to wrap up, you know, what's your favorite thing about working at EPMI? Um, my favorite thing about working at EPMI really isn't necessarily EPMI specific, but I really do enjoy the fact that I get to see so many industries and so many companies and help them deal with their problems and realize that everybody has the same kind of problems. Everyone has the same kind of issues. Everyone has the same kind of wants and desires when it comes to, you know, the output that we provide. Um, I do enjoy almost everybody I work with at EPMI. I mean, except for you, Fletcher, you know, you're, you're not as fun as you should be, but I, know, I, know. No, I mean, I like working at EPMI and all the people that I get to work with. And I've gotten to work with almost everyone that we have here on staff and, you know, everyone's quite enjoyable to work with. Well, I think you're uh, touching on some deeper philosophies there in terms of what people want uh, and how you can deliver it through your project. So, well, uh, yes, for sure. yeah, well, cool. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for your time today. Another successful installment of meeting consultants. Have a great weekend and uh, let's keep matching those transactions, you know. <laughs> Thanks, Fletcher. Yeah. Awesome.